2: No necessary. Were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Jack Taggart from the Tin Can Fish Band here in Richmond, Virginia, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini,
2: uh, and
0: our website is LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Uh, brand new interviews popping up every week. Now we're. Uh, We've uh, been at this for uh, going on almost five years now, so there is a lot of great uh, catalog here, if you will, of great independent artists uh, that uh, you're just not really going to hear on corporate media. So we highly recommend that you go check out the website, ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, get on our mailing list, podcast show up right in your inbox, and you can kind of pick and choose when and what you'd like to listen to. Uh, also, uh, be aware that we do a music podcast, Every week, exclusive music podcast filled with a lot of fun and wackiness with my co-host uh, Keith Hawkins. So we're actually uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, so Keith will actually be in here a little bit later on, and we'll be going live and doing the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. So that is can all be found once again at com. Now today, I'm going we're gonna we got an interview with uh, Tin Can Fish Fan Jack Taggart. Uh, they they sent the drummer out to do the dirty work today. <laughs> um, but that's all right. We like drummers. Uh, you know, uh, I uh, I always often say a band with a bad drummer is a bad band. So that is how important uh, the the drums are to any band. And, these, and Jack is another slash Jack's a great drummer. Tin uh Sin can Fish Band is a really cool outfit, and uh, I think we're gonna have a good time today. Jack, welcome to the Lubini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, Lou. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. You just put all the pressure on me about saying the drummer thing because. <laughs> I was actually playing guitar there for a while, but for some reason, I felt a little bit more comfortable sitting behind everybody uh, with the nervous energy hitting the drums. But uh, I'm doing well, and thank you for having us on the show.
0: Okay, um, describe for us, uh, yeah, for me, and everybody listening, um, exactly what is a tin can fish band? <laughs> what do you guys wow. do you kind of like? Bring us into what the sound is and the experience about it.
2: Uh, well, I, actually, it's kind of a name that's been thrown around. It, originally, there were two guys in the band uh, that would have been Steve and Doug, and they were doing a lot called Tin Fish. And then we just kind of put more people into it, and it kind of uh, morphed into this thing called the Tin Can Fish Band, so they were kind of keeping some of the old name in there. But it's it's a fun outfit of a bunch of guys who all get along really well. We're here in Richmond, Virginia, um, and uh, it just seemed to fit with the with the name of the title of the songs and. Uh, the name of the title, of the albums, everything just kind of comes together with Tin Can Fish Band, and we can play off a lot of that stuff. But it, it can, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it's just kind of a funny little no lame. so we 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 played around with it, and that's what we just ended up with.
0: Um, so tell us about the sort of like stylistic influence, the uh, you know, stylistic influences that kind of uh, uh, that that this band has, because you guys are um um definitely. Uh, it's very unique. It's a very cool mix of very traditional um, kind of like American string music. It, it, would, would that be a way to describe it with, with a sort of rock? On, because you have a cool electric guitar and the electric bass in there, too. Would that be kind of a good way to describe it?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all over the map. Like you said, it's a lot of traditional um, instruments, and you throw in. Well, I mean, basically, just to run down real quick. You know, you've got an acoustic guitar, the electric guitar, the fiddle, and the mandolin, uh, bass, drums, and the accordion. So it's it's all over the map as far as um, you know the types of music we play and the influences. You know, influences anywhere from the Stones and Beatles, Springsteen, the band, even like the Pogues, the Waterboys, Mark Knopfler, maybe some Bob Marley, uh, Grateful Dead, stuff like that. but, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what we ended up, you know, coming together with. And, it's, you know, overall, I guess, you know, a lot of people say, well, what is it exactly? And it's kind of, um, I guess you say it's, it's a progressive folk rock and roots music, but you could throw in some, there's some slam grass, there's some Latino folk, there's some reggae, maybe some Louisiana swing, some Irish jig, pub rock, and Celtic sounds. So it's, it's all over the place.
0: Um, it is all over the place, but it's not a mess.
2: It is a really,
0: they bring it all together. You guys really do. No, it's, it, that, that's, what's, that's what makes it really work, is the fact that everybody is kind of, bring, these all these influences are there, but somehow it doesn't sound like a disaster. It comes together in a really wonderful, fun, very musical, interesting way. And uh, I tell you what, usually we wait to do this, but I really want to play a song because I really think you guys really just need to experience this and then, then uh, we can get back to talk and we can, we can analyze things a little bit better once we hear the music. But uh, Jack and I are going to come back and talk in a minute. But I want to go ahead and play the song. This is a song called Good Fight. And this gives a pretty decent representation of kind of like the different influences and styles that are come together in a really beautiful uh, musical way uh, by this one. really, really highly talented band. You guys, check it out. Tin Can Fish band Good Fight on the Luzini Rock and Roll Circus.
1: the final round, hanging on the ropes and praying for the bell. Remember your brothers and sisters, they went up swinging for your rights, they fighting the
0: Okay, cool. Like it, we've got the flute and the like, kind of uh, the tom toms, you know, kind of in there. That you know, bringing it in. So, tell us a little bit about how a band works. Um, do you? How does the songwriting happen? And and how does uh, do the guys bring the songs in? Do you guys work on them together? Do you write together? Does everybody write? Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Sure. Well, basically, I would say that Steve Fisher, who uh, who typically fronts the band and he writes most of the songs. A lot of the stuff that he writes is based on some of his experience and ideas. Um, he draws uh, his inspiration from all kinds of stuff. But you were mentioning, uh, you know, the whole idea of the, the song Good Fight. Um, when we first started playing it, we played it so many different ways. And then just one time we were sitting there and everything just kind of came together. And Doug Austin, who is our fiddle mando guy, also plays the, this tin whistle on there. And I just started throwing in some drum beats, and all of a sudden we just had this feeling, like, kind of like this uh, Celtic, excuse me, Celtic rock feeling, and all of a sudden it's marching over the hill, and then it takes on a whole different meaning. Uh, a good fight uh, can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but I guess Steve probably would say something along the lines of a metaphor for a personal struggle and a response to challenge of social injustice and cynicism and stuff like that. But if you listen to it, it, it can it can mean anything to anybody, however you want to take it. But uh, you know, a good fight is a good fight, whether it's something political or something, a personal struggle or getting over a sickness or who knows, if you're literally in some type of physical altercation, who knows, it can be anything. But as far as the process comes in, um, somebody might have an idea and then we start woodshedding this stuff and somebody will say, hey, let's try this, well, let's try that. And then typically somebody has the lyrics, but uh, there's been several times when we'll do rewrites over and over again um, and then finally we, we all think, hey, this is it. this is what we're going to stick for, let's go for it and that's what we ended up having uh, for good fight for a specific example there.
0: Yeah, it works just absolutely wonderfully, uh, wonderful, uh, wonderfully. Um, so let's, let's, tell, let's talk a little since no since they put the onus on you to come on to the radio today. So let let's go ahead and explore a little bit about your background. Tell us how you got sort of interested in music and um, how you, you switch around a little bit because you do play guitar and you sing and then and, and you and, and ended up on the drums. So tell us a little bit about your musical journey, like how you got started, how you got really interested in music and wanting to be in a band, et cetera.
2: Sure. Well, it's funny because the whole thing started, I would say probably, uh, I was probably in eighth grade and I was watching the eighth grade talent show and I had some friends of mine were up there. And they were playing along the lines of, like, Led Zeppelin and ACDC. And I was, you know, right up front, you know, throwing, throwing the fists and the horns back in the, in the late <laughs> 70s or early 80s. And it was like, that was so cool. That was so fun. This is what I want to do. And then uh, I had moved uh, from uh, Dallas, Texas, to Richmond, Virginia. And, uh, you know, being a new kid here, I had to do something. So mom and dad uh, said, take guitar lessons. He said something about playing guitar. So, they did that and uh, started playing guitar, you know, all in, in high school and had a couple little projects, you know, nothing serious. And then I went on to uh, to college and I did the, your typical open mic nights and stuff like that. And then when I was done with college, I came back here and met up with a couple guys and they're like, hey man, can you uh, can you keep a beat? And I was like, sure, I think I could do that. Because uh, I was always a little bit nervous up front with the guitar and scene, and I did pretty well, but... I just, uh, there's a little bit of fear and anxiety going on. So I sat in playing drums for this cover band and, I uh, played, uh, with a cover band here in Richmond, Virginia called the Illbillies for about like 13, 14 years. And then, uh, basically through a friend of mine, um, she had introduced me to, uh, Steve and Doug and Keith and they were doing, uh, some stuff and, uh, just kind of the first time we ever played together, it was, uh, in a coffee shop setting and basically I was on congas. Uh, and then it just kind of morphed into this thing with this getting drummed. And then uh, we bought on uh, John Liedis, uh lead Guitar, and Joe Connor on an accordion. Um, and it just became this kind of full progressive folk rock and roots band. And that's kind of where we are today. You know, we're just uh, moving along. We're on a second CD. And we just released um, the, the current CD, uh, the Good Fight, which self-titled, the song which you just played. We just had our CD release party uh, about two weeks ago here in Richmond um, at the Tin Pan. So you had the Tin Can Fish Band playing at the Tin Pan, which is a really nice venue. We have a lot of national acts. Um, but that kind of brings us to where we are. So we're just hoping to keep chugging along and writing new tunes, put out another CD eventually, and uh, you know get some more exposure, play out there, and get some festivals, and keep going on. Um,
0: tell me a little bit about the, uh, the process of the latest record, Good Fight, uh, did you guys work with the outside producer? Is this something you guys did by yourselves, or how did it work?
2: Uh, well, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Actually, we recorded it here in Richmond um, at the Sound of Music Studios with John Moran. Now, he, he had started this the um, uh, Sound of Music back up in '92, I think, with David Lowry, who played with Cracker. And there was only like one other um, uh, studio in town with a certain amount of tracks that they could work with. So they're like, "Hey, let's buy this place to get it going." And eventually uh, David stepped out and John Moran took the ball and he ran with it. And so he's well, highly regarded here in the Richmond area. But he helped us uh, engineer and co-produce that with us at the Sound and Music Studios. And then we went over to a guy in, in Ashland, Virginia, uh, who works with Disk and his name is Bill McElroy. He helped us master it, and he's also highly regarded. Uh, but, you know, after we, we spent uh, several weekends and nights um in the studio and we tried to do most of it live we did a couple things uh over but for the most part it's all us in one room playing together and then finally we were trying to get some stuff out we're like you know what let's let's not rush this let's not do anything that uh, we regret so we decided to take our time and spend a couple more bucks on it and then finally came out with something that we were uh, really proud and uh happy to put out there so uh, that's what uh, we ended up with a good fight
0: yeah it sounds great um and uh, was a uh, worth putting a little extra time and uh, resources into it, absolutely for sure. Um, so, uh, tell tell me about what's gonna. What does the next uh, maybe like six to twelve look like for you guys? What uh, are you are you gonna be doing? Any uh, are you just playing around Richmond? Or are you gonna be going on tour? And what what, what does it look like?
2: Well, right now we're actually after we put a lot of time and effort into getting the CD together, and and really we're just. We were blitzing, you know, social media, everything we could to get the CD out. So we're actually on—I guess you could say—we've gone fishing for right now. If you went to our um, our Facebook page, it actually says "gone fishing." But we're, yeah, we're taking a little <laughs> break. We're taking about a month off, uh, and then we're going to regroup. And then typically, what we've been doing mostly is playing central Virginia, hitting a lot of the breweries and trying to get into some festivals. But uh, we'll stick around Richmond, Petersburg, Charlottesville, Williamsburg. Um, and hopefully get some new gigs and some new opportunities. Uh, so basically, yeah, for the next six to 12 months, we're going to pick it back up, and you know, we'll slow down again around Christmas. Uh, and then maybe at the beginning of the year, you know, maybe some more writing. Uh, a lot of the guys, or some of the guys, just went to, or are getting ready to, excuse me, um, are going to Ireland. So I'm sure they're going to be doing something over there to write some stuff. I just went to Scotland. I came back with a song and so who, who knows what's gonna happen, you know, with, the, with the, these ideas. Maybe it'll, it'll turn out on the next record, I hope so. I mean, we've been having a lot of fun and the guys in the, the band, are, they're I'm really fortunate to play with these guys. Um, and, you know, they, they've all got great ideas. I'm probably uh, the, the greenest when it comes to it. <laughs> um, but I, I think uh, if we can all sit back down, you know, at the beginning of the year, and uh, hash this stuff out. We, maybe we'll do another record, maybe an EP, or maybe we'll just sit on it and do some more rewrites. Uh, but, yeah, for the next 6 to 12 months, I think uh, we're going to get back out there and hopefully look for uh, some festivals uh, to book for springtime because by the time, you know, most of the festivals are spring and summer. So that will be next year to try to plan and get everything ready for that, I think. So, but other than that, yeah, we'll play locally and hit uh, some new places, I hope
0: all right it sounds good uh sound like you guys are uh you know uh, i got a plan there take a little break and then hit it hard i like it sounds good uh, why don't you go ahead and uh tell everybody out there in internet land where they can find you guys on the internet and keep up with everything you have going on
2: oh easy yeah well uh we're on the interwebs and you can find us at www10 Com, and we're also on facebook and being social media is a big thing you know we're on there pretty often but we haven't uh, gone into the twitter thing or the other <laughs> i i guess there's so many different sites out there but yeah the easiest way to would be to find us on uh, facebook uh or the uh, or the website
0: tin dot com and then facebook.com backslash tin can fish guys in case you didn't hear that so uh Check them out, and uh, they're friendly guys. They make great music, and I think that you guys are really going to really enjoy the rest of the record. I know that I do. It's very cool stuff. Um, Jack, we're going to be uh, wrapping up the podcast. You've got um, a few minutes to hang out while I uh, I'm gonna do a little business with you before we uh, get out of here today. you got a few minutes?
2: Absolutely. I'd be happy to.
0: No problem. All right, guys, you've been listening to my uh, interview with Jack Taggart, Uh, Jack Taggart is the uh, drums and percussionist for Tin Can Fish Band, and once again, their website is tincanfishband.com. Guys, if you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, my name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, uh, and our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Please uh, check back often for uh, new interviews and new music podcasts. Oh, my goodness, guys, we've whittled away yet another another podcast, and thank you guys for hanging out with us. One more time, Tin Can Fish Band is the website. Thanks to Jack Tiger for hanging out with us and uh, uh, giving us the lowdown on the hoedown. As my name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Lou Dini. Once again, thank you for hanging out, and we'll catch you guys on the next podcast.
2: Thanks,
1: Lou. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.